hello. Welcome to the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. Sally here. And today's episode is a guest episode of the pod. Now, before I introduce who today's guest is, just a few things I like to rattle off about the podcast. First of all, thank you for joining me. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for finding and discovering how to love the shit out of life. I hope that it's everything that you hope for in a new podcast. Hope that you become a returning listener. Segue into a thank you to those returning listeners. I am so grateful for your support and your love. Thank you for always tuning in and getting behind this little podcast of mine. I do like to remind my listeners of the different platforms the podcast is available on. These include Apple, Podbean, SoundCloud, and Spotify. If you do like to listen to the podcast on Apple, you can leave a review, five stars. You can also access all of the episodes at my website, which is www.howtolovetheshitoutoflife.com. Chuck on a forward slash podcast and all the apps are there. A couple of recent updates for the pod. I launched a crowdfunding platform where if you wish to, you can make a financial contribution to support this fully independent podcast. The link is on the show notes on whichever platform you are listening to this on. You can also find a link on my website in case you missed that earlier, www.howtolovetheshitoutoflife.com. Also available now is an email newsletter sign-up on the website, which you can find at the bottom of my homepage. This sign-up will mean that you will receive regular updates about how to love the shit out of life. The first email is about to go out and those will go out every couple of weeks. So keep an eye out. I promise not to spam you. We, we all get too many emails in our inboxes. So I, I promise to not be one of those brands. Okay. Now, to today's episode, as I said earlier, it's a guest episode. As always, I am so excited. I know I say this all the time, but I'm really excited and I'm really proud of this conversation. So my guest on today's ep is a man named Sean Coffin, who is the founder of the Modern Bloke community. Sean has created this community to encourage men to be the best versions of themselves, to to find their confidence, to find the right support if they need it, to encourage each other and all these other amazing things. And I think it's such an important conversation to be had and that's why I wanted to have it and I wanted to find the right person to have this conversation with. And I definitely think I hit the jackpot in Sean. He is a wonderful human being. He's very passionate about the work that he's doing and very passionate about men and ensuring that men can be the best human beings that they can be. Uh, we talk about a lot of different things, including some of the issues that men face in society from mental health to parenting, um, relationships. So there's a lot that we cover. Uh, we also do talk a bit about the conversations between men and women and how we can be better allies to each other and support each other better. As you can probably tell from the sound of my voice, I'm so proud. I'm, I'm really pumped for people to listen to this. I hope a lot of men listen to this episode and get something out of it and know that you're not alone if you are going through stuff. Um, and it's okay to reach out. And I really hope that a lot of people after listening to this episode, go check out The Modern Bloke um, on socials, particularly Instagram uh, and also Facebook. Sean's doing a lot of great things. And I hope that he can be of help uh, to many of you out there. So please enjoy the latest episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. I am very excited to welcome Sean Coffin as my guest today. So Sean is the founder of the Modern Bloke Community, which helps men find purpose, direction and confidence in their lives. So we're going to talk about some of the key issues that men face in society. I'm super excited to pick Sean's brain a little. So welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, um, excited to be on and have discussions. It's uh, what I like doing and, um, you know, all your other podcasts have been great. So I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. 
Awesome. Thank you. So maybe to start, if you could just tell us a little bit about the Modern Bloke community, how and why it started and what it aims to do. Yeah. Um, the Modern Bloke community is a collaborative kind of like of guys opening up discussions and thoughts around anything between, we've got our four pillars, which is masculinity and what it is to be a kind of like a man, um, emotional intelligence, community and health. So under those pillars, it's, as you said, finding purpose, confidence and direction for men in their lives, some discussions and understanding around issues that are going on in the world and where we can have discussions for it. Um, and then advice on things like mental health, um, health in general, and an area where men can feel safe or just have a platform to discuss what's going on in majority of our lives um, and be and, and get some answers that can then help. I get, and what um, I want out of it is to build more capable blokes. Now, not saying that blokes aren't capable, but it's about going, okay, we should all be improving each of ourselves at all mm. times. Um, so let's be honest with where our pitfalls are and then let's find answers for it and then build on that. Um, ultimately, what I do drives to three, um, three kind of directions of results, which is to, um, in society, reduce three things, which is uh, all around violence, so men's violence against other men, uh, men's violence against themselves, so suicide, self-harm, et cetera, yep. and then men's violence against women, so obviously we, which you would know as an issue mm. um, in, in Australia and, you know, around the world. So that, that's kind of what – and but doing it in a positive way yeah. and supporting and empowering men yeah, and engaging with women. Awesome. So how long has it been around for, the modern bloke? Been around for about two years, um, year and a half. Kind of like started the, the the page, and I grew up with a single mum that was very emotionally intelligent, mm. um, and an older sister as well. So I was very feminine household, and then um, grew up with football and a typical blokey Aussie culture. Um, but I guess where the platform I did that was about sixteen years ago. I was at uni, and I was on the events. Um, I was the events coordinator on the student union. And there was an um, international officer. So there's a couple of, in, of, of people for supportive positions. There was international officer, environmental officer, uh, women's officer, and um, queer officer. Now, my view, and just because just I always think about these things, I was asking, you know, where's the men's officer? Mm. And the answer was that it's not needed. And this was from university, you know, supposed to be thinking and everything like that. So mm. me being... Um, always talking about my issues, mental health issues and, and stuff. I did find that over the years of working the events, I did have a lot of guys come to me with their issues. Yeah. And it constantly was me to then go, you know, why don't we have one? And it's like, oh, you know, I've been told men don't have issues. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> the, um, you know, the majority and there's the after we need to support the minority and mm. all this stuff. But at the same time, men were coming to me with, issues that they had um and i kind of said well not only the men have issues what message are we giving to men if we're saying that we're supporting the environment for instance which is mm. needed yes. but not then men which is you know for and, and the same as if it's saying that you're 60 of the uni um are males so we need to have a women's support officer which is definitely needed mm. we're also not having a support for the majority people. So it's just those little thinkings that um, kind of rattle my brain over the decades and just kind of like see how society goes. And um, I guess the feedback that people came to me was then gave me the confidence to then start the page. Um, yeah. I also a lot of um, pages that I didn't like the rhetoric that was coming from the men that was in it um we were talking about like the men's rights activists and the, you know the bad ones um but then also i'm uh, my fiance now and around three years ago we were together and talking about it and she yeah she just supported me and said well you know this could help um mm. so yeah just uh, that's the long version yeah. <laughs> kind of from it over the last you know 36 37 years um and then i, I found that yeah look around the mental health side of it was real big um for me because of i've just through 
general life battles um, overthink things and think deeply mm. about things. So for me to then be able to communicate that to people and help their learning curve has been a real game changer. Yeah, fantastic. I, I liked what you were saying earlier just about, you know, wanting men to be, you know, I guess in my head it, how it kind of formed as like the best versions of themselves, which is something that I feel, you know, we all should be doing as human beings. So I think anything that we can be doing to do that for men and women and whoever um, is really important. So I, I guess this podcast is all about, you know, joy, positivity and happiness. So how does the work that you now do through the community, um, how does it give you joy and happiness in your life? And I guess even purpose as well. Yeah. Um, and I wanted the page to be about that positivity. Mm. It's that moving forward and that's how we grow and inspire and encourage. And the joy that I get is seeing not only positive feedback and like my stories, uh, the reactions to my stories and in my Instagram um, messages, men and women are just, they love what's been said and that keeps me going. Also mm. then stories about, where it's been successful, like just guys that have followed a message and said, mate, just let me, like, you know, I've never seen them before. And I, the, um, mate, just let you know, I booked in to see my psychologist mm. or, um, I heard this on the podcast and I've implemented it and it's worked in my relationship. Um, and that just drives me because of, yeah, it's knowing that I don't have all the answers, but on my page, on my podcast, on my stories, if I can give out just bits of thoughts and bits of just that positive encouragement, then others can take what they want. And guys, that works really well for guys. We're not, we don't love the direct. We don't like being told kind of what to do or that kind yeah. of like that um, being spoken at. We like the engagement. So if someone's following the page and every now and then they'll see, just continually see little bits of positivity um, around mental health and talking about your struggles. And then that over time ticks them to just go, oh, you know what? I'll go and see a psychologist and then get some help or I will talk to my wife or my partner about something that's um, an issue with it. It's also getting out of stereotypes, which makes me really happy. So the first, do you mind if I share a story about what one of the things that happened? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the first things that came that um, responded to me, which uh, only a couple of months in, and it was a guy who looked like a lumberjack. And so, you know, big, bushy, big beard, the, mm. the, um, the flannel and everything like that. And he looked like about 35, 30 to 38, looked like a, a, a typical man's man. Mm. Um, and he messaged and said, look, you've been talking about being your authentic self. You've been talking about not being afraid to be who you are. You've been talking about, um, you know, communication and being honest with yourself and that men coming all, you know, at, blokes don't have to just be the one thing they can be, whatever they are. And that's okay. Mm. And he said that after 36, yeah, 36 years, um, he's just come out as gay to his parents. Wow. So, mm. Yeah. And, and just like those type of messages drive me to be able to just give the platform because he was comfortable. And it's one of the things that I love, he was comfortable knowing that, he still loves his beer, still loves going to the footy and still loves all, all the jokes that I put on and all, you know, the rhetoric and just being a bloke mm. um, that he's gay. And he didn't know how to kind of like address that with his parents and yeah. himself come to terms with it because of, I guess maybe he saw that he wasn't what others might think of as gay. Yes. So that was those little messages um, of empowerment. And I've got many of them, which I love. Uh, and, mm. and women that, you know, say, you know, it's helped them talk to their partners and built the relationships and the partners so yeah that's how it just brings so much joy to my life yeah that's fantastic I, I love that I love breaking down stigmas you know I think that um to pigeonhole people just because of how they look or what they perceive as something um you know I love that you know he's gay and he can still enjoy his beer and his footy and you know all that stuff that's amazing um it's that's part of sorry just on that's mm, part of the yeah. community that I like where I go um it's about I find there's too much about exclusion on differences um, and it should be okay. Well, let's include on what we have in common rather yes. than focus on what we don't and then be curious about what we don't. And it doesn't mean that everyone's going to all get along in this or all have the same thing. So there are going to be parts outside of the modern bloke culture where people just go, cool, that's not what I'm interested in, mm. which is fine. Um, but it's about saying, let's, if, if there is something you're interested in, I don't care what, else you're interested in we yeah. want you to be part of this community um 
and if we can keep that for you know the brand of man or what what the monobloke is um yes it's it's a lot more fun to do it that way as well. yeah absolutely I also wanted to know just a little bit about you know how the work that you're doing um and I guess the men that you're meeting you know through the community and and women as well you know how that's maybe helped you overcome any challenges or obstacles or have you found that you know you're dealing with different things in your life better because you've got this community around you as well definitely feel that I'm dealing with things better and this podcast is a classic example is where just the opening up the communication with other women in um, mm-hmm. society um, having different perspectives and just having these discussions has made me think um, differently than how I probably did 5 10 15 years ago which we should all be kind of doing yes. um, but because of the platform is inclusive and not exclusive um, I do get some great in- discussions with women like yourself where um they will say oh i agree with that but maybe not this part or um even posting stories and, and the amount of, like even the last couple of weeks where women have said i love your stories i love what you're mm. doing however that story i don't agree with and we need more of that in society because of i'm i can then go oh cool i'm not attacked i just then go okay i might reword what yeah. i say or i might rethink it or you know what and i'll put a story and say actually i'm bored and listening that is wrong and i think um, having that space has meant that I've been able to change the way I think about things a bit more. Um, and also I've just, uh, so I've got an eight month year old son and um, going into fatherhood and seeing all the amazing men that I've been following and engaging with, they're also fathers has inspired, like just motivated me. Mm-hmm. Um, and also meant that I've been able to be vulnerable and ask the questions. I think, you know, one of the messages is guys don't do that as often. We, we're, seem to have all the answers but be able to say you know mate i'm stressing out over this what what did you do with this so what did you do and um and i think look moving forward the the the, um men in fatherhood uh, is just going to explode um over the next exponentially it's already over the next couple of years um which is beneficial for all of um, society so yeah massively i feel like women would appreciate that too to know that you know their husbands or partners are able to be better fathers and to i guess to get that support because you don't really hear a lot about support for dads you know particularly like the newborn phase you know i mean i don't have kids myself but you know a lot of the narrative that i hear is focused around the mum, which is super important, but I think, you know, you also want to make sure that the dads are being looked after and they've got the support they need to. So that's really important. Well, that's it. And that's where a lot of these conversations go where it's not an us versus them, which mm. I despise, but it's a, we can still have, you know, women empowerment and men empowerment. We can still have, uh, you know, supporting women doesn't take away from men and vice versa, you know, the communication to both and, there is a lot of lacking with fatherhood and support. Mm. And it's um, not saying that women don't need more support, even especially around um, like the um, mental health of, of mothers. Mm. Uh, but it's an aspect where men don't have support, not in a, as in not the men's rights that was like complaining, but kind mm. of go, it's understandable. And probably a generation ago, there was nowhere near the need yeah. for it. But I think it's, having more support just increases that volume of how much more men are going to be more engaged with fatherhood, um, which is just beneficial for the whole of society. So Um, I guess getting to like the nitty gritty of, you know, what we want to talk about today. And I've kind of got two separate questions here, but I feel like we could put them together in what do you believe and I guess know to be the key issues that men face in society. And then a bit around the steps that, you know, we all need to take to help resolve them and, and break down those barriers. Yeah, this was um, this is a question that's hard to answer, mm. um, and it's hard also to answer because I know how um, talking about men's issues can be quite not kosher, I guess, um, <laughs> yes. in society, which is part of and that where I kind of came to is that that is part of the issue that men face mm. is that. Um, that there is a there isn't the space that's been put out there for discussions of the issues um and which is bad because there's a lot of discussions around men in society and that then leads to the other to other problems so Mm. there's a lot of between the generation before me and the generation coming up 
totally different generations. So the confusions that men at the moment have over the messages that are getting sent through, plus then what um, some women and some other women are saying for what they want from men, plus workforces saying what they do and don't want. Like there's yeah. a lot of confusion. Um, and if there isn't a positive area for discussion, what happens is then men are kind of like shut down or just don't have, just don't bother, um, mm. which doesn't lead to positive outcomes is the yeah. issue. So uh, what I, that, that's holding that space is not having that space is an issue, holding that space for men and in having these discussions where we're all part of it. It's not an us versus them. It's just we're in part of society and this is how we improve us um, is the solution that mm. then impacts as well for us to then go, well, we then will offer other area, other groups the, and afford them more of the space um, mm. as well. In terms of smaller ones, look, stereotyping is, and some of these issues are what women face as well. Mm. So stereotyping, body image, um, how they're presented in the media, represented in the media, um, in society. These are issues that men face as well. Yeah. Um, and that's where like, part of the conversation is just because of men's have it doesn't mean women can't have the same mm. issues as well. It's not, and it's they're not always different not a competition um, oh it's definitely not <laughs> and that's the not. issue like and that's where what what i think men and women we need to stop is having that competition and it's um you know I, you just talk to men about you know body issues um around uh you know having to have the six pack and everything mm. like that like i was watching um i was reading something about like men's health where every um all these articles but it's all had them have a perfect six pack um, and that pressure on society. Um, and then um, that's so, you know, that is fitting into what is known as like the man box and the pressures and constraints that that provides or, or yeah. has is an issue. Um, Parenting is a massive one currently that's um, in. And I think it's, we're in, a, we're in a bit of a, like a movement of old school parenting versus new parenting. And it's both, both the, the positive side of, say, fatherhood, but also the negative side of, say, parental alienation and bias family court systems. Mm, yeah. So, um, and that's a massive one for guys' mental health. I know, like, there's a big link of parental alienation and, like, depression and suicide. And um, that's anecdotal link. Like, that's mm. just from what I, so, um, just I've I know like I've been through a divorce and there was just you're getting divorced the man moves out type thing and it's you know um and then the, I've got five easily close easily five mates that are going through custody battles with their children um which is costing you know tens to hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars and years of their life and um I think how you address that is not worrying about who's right or wrong in that mm. situation but just understanding the impact Mm-hmm. Because it can, t- you can lose that conversation in, oh, yeah, you know, but they're doing this or they're doing that or, what, you know, whatever you want with the relationship dynamics. But mm. the impact is still the same. If you built, you know, um, doesn't have to be an answer to understand the impact of men not um, seeing their kids. And, and mm. that generational thing is an issue because of, I think, the mental health side is, um, a mental health and emotional intelligence side is another issue that men are facing where, um, we're being told to be more emotional. We haven't really been brought up in the culture of being more of understanding what that means, but also yeah. then given the support um, of what that means. And fatherhood and, and parental alienation is a good example of that, where um, we're getting guys now in a little bit where we are, we want you to be loving partners also and loving fathers mm. and spend so much time with your kids and not spend time at work and, you know, really be, you know, it, it's manly to, show how much you love your kids and tell your yeah. kids you love them and hug them and cuddle them and, you know, wear the dresses with your daughters or your boys as well, <laughs> you know, type thing, you know, we're, we're telling them that, but then at, at a, a marriage breakup, we're like, cool. Also, you don't get to see your kids for two years. And it's like, mm. and not realizing that that's going to have an impact um, on, on men. Another one, I guess that, and, and the positive side of the fatherhood roles, I know I'm on paternity leave at the moment, which is amazing. My company's very progressive, but it's constantly um, <coughs> with guys. 
oh my god you're so lucky how much paternity to leave and it's like how much paternity leave did you get oh two two weeks yeah and it's it's, absurd and you just go <laughs> exactly and 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 why it's absurd and I had this conversation probably about seven years ago with someone and someone was just thinking I was being a men's rights activist. But my, mm. um, my role for it was, or reasoning for it was right now, my partner gets to go back to work after six months, mm. not a year. So she's entering the workforce better. She's getting her purpose of life better. She's getting away from Brooklyn. Um, so, you know, there's benefits to women for that as well. But also to me, I'm, I'm seeing Brooklyn grow up. The other thing that is a benefit there of both men and women is because of I knew that I had six months, mm. I had to learn as much shit as I could. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it's, and it's kind of, these were, these discussions is, are great because we want guys to be more involved fathers. We want them to do more domestic duties. We want mm. them to take more of the mental load on. Um, and it's you know which is needed mm. however if we're still only if we're only giving them two weeks to look after to be with yeah. their kid at the start it's nothing um if you've only got two weeks it's understandable if you're not worried about when their vaccinations are mm. it's understandable if you don't you're not worried about how to get them to um, self-settle uh, in their afternoon nap or their you know their lunchtime nap um it's just understandable if you get two weeks and then you're back to being you know, to just being in the economy, <laughs> you mm, know, yeah. Um, so it's, it's the messaging we're sending to men by doing that as well, as well. And this is where these discussions are great because if it's understanding then the role of the mother of going, well, <laughs> if I, if I was only getting two weeks and it's straight away, okay, well then my partner has to stay home and look after the kids and that's not yeah. fair on women that, as well. So the stresses of that, the fact that society is probably catching up a bit slower than the expectation where, um, the stresses that that then puts on relationships on men as well is an issue that men are facing. Um, I still know working in corporate and it shudders me when I used to hear um, you hire the family man because he's the one that will work longer hours, weekends and do overseas, you know, interstate trips. Yeah. And you can push him a lot harder (laughs) because he's got a family to feed, um, which is then the opposite side. And this is where, you know, we all have the same issue, similar issues. The opposite side of that is like the woman of don't hire the woman in the corporate role because she's going to have, she might, she's of childbearing yeah. age. Yeah. That, that, type of sh- that, that oh. shit stuff. That's horrible. <laughs> that you go, but um, you go, to stop that happening, you, we then afford men more paternal, paternity leave helps stop that happening. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Then there's, no, <laughs> there's, there's no risk whether you get a man or a woman because you can't exactly. go, well, they're both going to off leave they're both you know, or whatever get... you know whatever it ends up being yeah that's it did you say that you have six months off six months fully paid that is amazing that is so good and, and and i know that there are some people that think you know that may not be needed but mm. the biggest one of the biggest equal winner is my fiance yeah because and, and your child ultimately as well because oh, ultimately. yeah <laughs> And and what happens and what happens with a you know well rounded healthy child society's better yeah yeah I think and, that's and he so we we laugh because he's not gonna he's gonna be think it's ridiculous that mom cooks he's gonna be like he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> someone's gonna be like oh you know um you know dad gets home and mom's got doing the cooking he's gonna be like what what do you mean like dad's mm. always in the kitchen like <laughs> yeah it's like and and that's the thing it I guess in your household you know hopefully your son is raised in a way that there's no real roles there that are specific to one gender. It's just, we all do our part. So or we do what we're good at and we pick up the the slack in the other bits. (laughs) Exactly. We do what we're good at. We do what we like. We do what Mm. we want. um, And we make it work and we communicate. And there's a lot of that that happens in like the communications that I have on podcasts, on zoom meetings, um, on, on workshops and we've, uh, you know, podcasts like this because of it's allowing the guys to say, I get what, is happening but i was brought up differently and i don't know and i think that's one of the solutions you were talking about and you know the issue around gender roles is and it sounds stupid and i know that some people will think you know oh that's ridiculous but you don't know what you don't know mm. and a lot of guys aren't if, if we're not encouraged supported or even um retaught or just taught how to um cook <laughs> um mm. 
clean, washing machine, doing the washing, you know, um, then they're not going to do it. And mm. berating them, which sometimes happens, you know, oh, you don't do this, you don't do that. But instead of, it's just changing once again, let's make a plan of who does what. And if there's something that you don't know how to do, mm. then let's teach you how to do it. Yeah. And, and, and empower you to be confident that, you know, and surprising you, you empower a man to be the cook. You should see, you know, over time, especially that what amazing meals he can do mm. or, especially sometimes we can be a bit too structured you get um i know i had one guy and it was a message that got sent through we we're talking about um you know being he was like i want to do more around the house but you know i just always end up stuffing up i'm like we're structured so how about mm-hmm. you have a cleaning plan with your partner and every you know apart from when it's needed but every tuesday and friday you do the washing and you say to her like and he's like oh cool and he and he messaged me that night and he's like, oh, I just had this chat with my partner over dinner and, you know, I had a, cup, a glass of wine and I was saying that I, I want to lift my game in around the house and mm. uh, I've thought about it and, you know, uh, I don't, I'm not good at just doing washing whenever it's needed, but I like structure, but can, how about I do the washing every Tuesday and every Friday? Mm. Um, and she was like, oh my God, yes, yes, no yes. problem. <laughs> like, yes. but then, and then, and he was like, it was funny because he's like, oh yeah, I'm right onto her. Like, you know, Tuesday morning, Monday night, I'm like, you know, what washing have you got? Have you got it out there? Now it needs to oh, be here. Oh, that's and so there. good. You know, and that's because he he wasn't good at just like, oh, yeah, cool. The washing basket's full. I'll mm. just put it on whenever. Um, but, yeah, so it's just that's the, you know, the positive side of of that um, as well. And it just, yeah, a lot of guys are just like, I want to do stuff. I don't know how. So just mm. that opening up. Opening up that conversation. Yeah, that's, that's really important. I wanted to get your take on what you think, you know, some of the traits um, of a good man, you know, what makes a good man in your eyes? I've written a couple down because mm. I always forget about this question. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll forget about this topic and stuff. Um, and it's a hard one because you can't, it's hard to talk about not putting people into a box and then giving them set strict rules. have <laughs> kind of been with, We've kind of, and I'll answer your question, but with the man box, I kind of go, the discussion that I have is that there's probably going to be a lot of things which will answer what a good man is. Mm. And it's you look and go, you find out what your percentage is. I go 80-20 rule. So I look and go, right, what society determines is or what is a good man? And 80% of it I'm going to agree with. I just have the freedom to go the 20% outside of that box and bring in whatever I feel that I want. Um versus if it's outside the box i've got to exclude it if it's inside the box i've got to adhere to it yeah i'm 20 percent inside um and then that's going to be different for everyone but i just think um in general what i would say is we need to empower men to have the good traits that we want in them showcase that as like positive role modeling um so things like loyalty and kindness Mm. is a good trait for a man and things like um being humble and understanding that you are human and you don't have to be perfect is a good trait for a man because of it get gets rid of ego respectful and supportive of others is another one lives to integrity mm-hmm. so figure out what your values and your integrity are and then live to it what you'll find is that if you're if there's a decision or an action that goes outside of your integrity or values, you will then know it because it won't sit right with you. Yeah. Um, but, but being proactive on that, not just living through life, but going like, what do I want to be known for? And then writing it down and committing to it. Emotionally intelligent and available is one. And I think that's where that conversation can be go awry is, um, and I'd say, women or society or men yeah women want um they don't want emotional men they want more emotional men mm, mm. so it's understanding that it's not one or the other you don't have to be stoic unemotionless unemo- and you don't have to then you know be too emotional but yeah. it's just being emotionally available and understanding and you still want that masculine and understanding masculinity and femininity and kind of like when it's good and bad and where it's positive and negative and understanding that you will, it's a fluid balance. You don't just have to be only masculine and yeah. dismiss anything feminine. 
Um, for instance, and I posted a story on Instagram last night um, about how last night I cried mm. because, uh, and just sharing that and sharing like, cool, like I needed to process and cry because of um, we'd cancelled our wedding and, you know, it was about um, my eight month old not being able to see his dad in WA or my dad, sorry, my dad in WA and stuff mm. and like, and you know, the grandparents and it got on top of me, but I'm like, cool, but this is a process that I'm getting emotional. I need to get this out and feel yes. better versus holding it in and pretending like it doesn't affect me because that's just toxic to myself. Um, and then, so emotionally intelligent isn't strong with guys. I don't mm. feel like, you know, very broad statement, but it's about learning and understanding and even asking questions about. Um, and then capable and independent. I think that empowerment from negative stereotypes in this in um movies in media everything like the bumbling dad um, <laughs> i think um just and it can be a thing that guys just feel not confident to step up and be capable and be confident and go you know i do want to be that capable that provider i want to mm-hmm. I, I should be able to do it in the house you know, and then we figure out which one of my partner and my partner and I do. But yeah. um, and taking pride and just really, uh, my ter- terminology is I'm showing up. So just being proud of what you do, and if you do it, do it well and be that role model. So be be a capable father, be a capable cook, be a capable brother, be independent, be able to uh, role model what the behavior is, and do it unapologetically. And I think that's will help society because of if people are my granddad was very humble in a lovely way is an mm. ultimate gentleman but he didn't want to big note himself even if he was doing good stuff but what happens is you then don't create any influence if you don't do that yeah so i want to you know a good man he believes what he's doing is the right thing and he and does it with pride so that he can then influence others to then be better blokes themselves and mm. also then you know influence other you know women to show what men can be type thing oh that's so that's so good i i love that and going back to what you said just about um you know having a, a little cry yesterday like i think it is one of the worst and strangest things this concept of men can't cry or shouldn't cry it's always really it's very strange to me <laughs> and I just yep. think it is such a, we do such a disservice I think to men as a society by putting that on them because I know in conversations I've had with some really close male friends over the years, you know, where they can't remember the last time they cried and that just, that makes me so sad because I think like we should all feel free and comfortable to do that whenever we want to. It's, it's human and it's the mindset, I guess, from different and, and different between, say, men and women communication mm. um, and that the men communication type for guys around why to cry is then different because it's like it is actually when it's a release and it mm. is masculine to do it as well. Like um, you don't have to, I guess, sob. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, type yeah. thing. you don't have to play. It doesn't mean you're a victim, um, you know, and that's where you're kind of like, that mentality or where guys, the barrier of guys, because they feel that, you know, it's going to, oh, it's going to make me feel like a, a woman or a girl. Mm. I'm like, yeah, but that shouldn't be an insult because, of, you know, women, women and girls are amazing. Yeah. But you go, <laughs> you're pro- actually processing an emotion. And, mm. and I guess the, the guys in society tend to be confined to, um, you know, anger or like they're, they're very limited, broad uh, range of emotions that yeah. guys are allowed to show in. We've just got to be either emotionless or you can show anger or mm. you can show and, that's it. You're, and you're allowed to cry when your footy team wins the grand final. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's, and it's things like, you know, when your daughter gets married or when your um, mm. first baby, that's the only time that's you're allowed it. to cry. Type thing. Gosh, and only three like, times. That's horrible. <laughs> I know. And that's, and, but, and it's about saying that like, you got like, you sh- it's, it's a valid um, process of emotions mm. to even make you think clearer and just yeah. get it out so um yeah definitely that's yeah something we should we need to stop doing <laughs> yeah we need to change that um we've kind of touched on a little bit you know offline and also uh, earlier just around you know i guess dialogues 
you know, around men and women and, you know, not having it be this competition and, and those sort of things. I find, you know, sometimes in my experience, the perception is that feminism has been about beaming women up and putting men down um, and I guess can be mistaken for man hating and that sort of thing, which is not what feminism is or aims to do and it's not my experience with it anyway. So I'm curious just to find out a bit about what your experience with the modern bloke has been like in terms of those dialogues with women in your community. It's an interesting one because there is definitely uh, a pushback mm. and it's, it is nuanced because I get experience from what um, – probably the the bad fitness type thing um where they can be quite us versus them and combative especially if what i say doesn't tow the narrative mm. however in terms of women in general um the support's amazing i've i think 30 percent of my followers are women uh or there's some of my regular engagements are women um both women that love are feminists and love the side of it and go cool we you know we, we see that this is bringing people together mm-hmm. um also women that have men with issues in their lives and are like cool this is going to help them because of we all you know there's no us versus them we all have men and women in our lives um and i guess it is an issue that i want to portray as being a male representative or an, a community of men that are pro women mm. and because as we were talking offline, our our side has kind of your men's rights activists that can be then anti-women. And then you have, as you said, you know, the, probably the toxic feminists or that can seem to be anti-men. And if they're the only ones with voices, then you understand yeah. where the divide comes. Whereas, yeah, absolutely. Um, I find that when it is, there is a, there is a link where the ones that will be combative, argumentative, abusive, and really um, like really negative towards the page one don't really listen to what I have to say. They come in with a preconceived idea as to what I would say. And mm. then just blast that project that onto me without having these discussions. Um, but unfortunately the ones, you know, especially on say Instagram, they are proud feminists. Mm. So that's, I think where that branding comes from, where the ones that have great dialogue, and positive dialogue that may be feminist. They don't actually say it like on their bio or they don't have it in, you know, all this stuff um, where I just, yeah. So I can see that the neg- there's a correlation between the yeah, ones right. that are out. out, out and, but that's the same that we, that I address on our issue with the men's rights act is that the ones that are like, you know, I'm proud MRA and mm. going in without women and all that. I'm like, cool. I can see why men would give, get a bad rap. Yeah, especially from you know feminist movements because of you would see that you know maybe ones that are abusive to guys that are abusive to you you would then see their pages and say okay well they're men's rights activists and now I, I feel, I'm negative to that so I address that within my circle and say mm-hmm. you know you guys are you know we need to shut that down from guys' point of view um, and having these discussions then showcases my audience that you know you can have great amazing discussions with women and. Um, one of the reasons for the modern bloke is to be pro women because um, International Women's Day is a classic example. I remember saying to my fiance, who's an amazingly strong woman, and I was like, it irks me that I see all these International Women's Day's events and in the crowd is all women. Mm. And I go, if you were to get an award, I would love to be in the crowd clapping you. Like, yeah. And I go, how much, like, I can see why women would think that they're on their own for stuff because there's only women there clapping them. Whereas mm-hmm. in reality, there's so many great, there's so many men that just go, you know, this is amazing. And you guys are amazing. Um, and yeah, so that hopefully that breaks down those barriers of, you know, as you said, putting women up and men down. I think men can feel that it's about going, cool, let's put both of them up <laughs> and let's really, and, and there's nothing wrong with encouraging. And, and I say, put the responsibility on us men we're going to get a lot more support and the classic example is international women's day we're going to get a lot more support on international men's day if on international women's day we give support so we can't just expect to have it or demand to have it or complain about it and especially you know the, as I, said, I call out the mras which are like you know they was lambast on international women's day when's international women's day why do we have you know Women are amazing. They need support. They 
issues that we need to support them with. And the more that we can show up, the more yep. that they then support us on our issues. So that that's how I kind of combat that. And Yeah, and I think, um, you know, my experience, some of the conversations I have with, you know, other women my age and when we're talking about some of the issues that, you know, women face, whether it be domestic violence or mental health, it's like sometimes we just want, you know, men to be in those conversations too. So as you said, that's where I think these conversations that it's not about us versus them pitting one, you know, one against the other. It's just about, you know, maybe we're suffering in a way we want you to hear us out or we want to hear what you think about it. So, um, yeah, I think you're right on that. One of my, one of my favorite things is, um, when it is, you know, International Women's Day, you do see like a couple of posts about, oh, what about International Men's Day? And I've kind of got oh, into this habit now of just sharing and be like, guys, it's November, November 19th, is it? <laughs> 17th, like, I think, or 19th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I also, I mean, I'm like, I wish I'm, that... I'm numerically dyslexic as yeah. well, so I, I do know it's November. Yeah, um, yeah, but I, I wish that, you know, more men maybe would get behind that. But, again, I, I feel like it's also going back to those those you know negative stereotypes that get pushed on us that yeah. it's kind of forgotten about but it's yeah it's the it's the chicken and the egg style and this mm. is where like these like it's a great conversation of thing that you brought up because of i i'm the same i go guys don't that that's not winning mm. you any favors if you no. do that there's not one that that's turning so many women off even caring about it however then I then then talk about the ones that are sarcastic with the reply mm. and will be like, you know, or demeaning or diminishing. I'm like, cool. I get you don't like what those guys are doing, but mm. um, shaming them. It's not there. Yeah. It makes you feel better. It's not helping. You can be a smart ass and people. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's not helping the cause. Mm. And, and unfortunately, you know, both men and women, we all have to kind of like, as the more of us that can take the high ground, the more we get more traction. Mm. And then, and that doesn't then mean that the issue with like this society's view of men that we that men feel just like women feel you know with society's view on women of the pictures is that the fact that there isn't a big celebration for International Men's Day mm. does give a global view to men of their importance of and, and respect in the world. So you know, instead, put International Men's Day because of women have it. Let's just look at the thing and go. If we want to have a change with men, let's focus on making International Men's Day as big as International Women's Day and showing men, how, and with your phrase, showing men how to love the shit out of men. Mm. <laughs> like, that's how you're going to get a response. That's how yeah. you're going to get the positivity. That's how you're going to get the winning is by saying, like, guys, we hear you. And some even like now, International Men's Day is a lot around the negative parts. And mm. like, and it's, there's even groups like International Men's Day. Let's talk about how bad they are at domestic violence. And it's like, mm, that's not that's helping. not today to have this conversation. Mm. Um, but what you can do, and this is the positive side of it, is you have equal, if not, I think more powerful effect is if you spend the International Men's Day showcasing how amazing men are at relationships and as fathers and as parents, as husbands and stuff, subconsciously you're going to get less domestic violence because men are going to go, that's what a man is. Mm. that's what the brand of man is i'm not constantly being told negative stuff but i'm going oh wow i'm seeing all these great fathers that are being you know getting awards or and stuff and seeing the showcase and the appreciation of that that's what i want to be like that's who i want to be it is an issue where um if you go to businesses and they you know you're like let's do something for international men's day and historically especially a lot of it's just being like no yeah. Why would we? We don't want to do it. Um, I know Mike said a company working with about doing like that I've been working with for um, diversity and inclusion and doing mm. a lot of their stuff and supporting them in, in that. And I said, oh, um, yeah, I'm going to paternity leave. Let's talk about the stresses that men have um, in corporate life and fatherhood. Mm. And their response was, oh, I don't know if we should do that. It might piss some people off. You have to make sure it's politically correct not to offend mm. anyone. I'm like, like, <laughs> and oh, that's dear. just like, it's not necessarily like I'm not sitting there going, well, is men, but you can see how that would cause pe- men to not feel involved in society. Yeah. And, and think, you why bother? Men. Yeah, why mm. bother? And I, I see where I'm valued and I see what my what my value is and why I don't bother doing other stuff and, and mm. or engaging. And, and the next time that there's a, 
um, LGBTQI plus day or, uh, you know, the, the Wear Purple Day or the Women's Rights Day, um, why are they going to care as well? Mm. <laughs> like, it's just, it's an understandable reaction of dismissiveness. So, um, you know, that's part of moving forward is the more we can love the shit out of men, the more you will find that men love the shit out of everything else. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> so one of the things I did want to ask you about just, you know, still on a little bit of the men and women discussion, just, you know, in your opinion, how do you feel men can improve and I guess be a bit better in terms of helping when it comes to certain women's uh, issues? I'm thinking more around, I guess, domestic and family violence, but, you know, I'm sure there's a few other issues I can't think of right now, but just, you know, how can men have better conversations and be a bit better in that space. Cause as I was saying earlier, one of the things I find in my discussion, you know, discussion, sorry, is, is we just want to, you know, we want men to know that this is an issue that's impacting us or we want you to care as much as we care. I think that's one of the things that I struggle with sometimes like, yeah. do you guys even care about this stuff? Oh my gosh. And it's like, you, I'm sure you do, but again, maybe it's just, you haven't been allowed to care in a public or in, in an emotional way. So what's your take on that? Yeah, it's, it's interesting when you say how you feel mm. that there's no response. And that's partly of what the modern bloke is about is mm. so that women can see that men are like, there's so much being done. And uh, as those three things and one being domestic violence, that's a result. So we, we look at kind of like what's the causes and emotional intelligence is a lot of one of them empowering relationships and having those discussions about um, just family dynamics. So, and relationship dynamics and those, having those discussions will then hopefully result in less domestic violence. What I would say to men um, is champion and be proud role models. So, if you are an amazing father, show, shout it out loud. Um, with, same with women, you know, shout out, you know, the, um, this is what I want. You know, we, we want these people because of, that's what people will gravitate towards. And you will see that men, you know, boys, adolescents, other men will then go, okay, well, that's what I want to go for. And, and domestic violence won't even, like violence, reacting with violence won't even come into their thought. It's why I have some issues around some of the um, marketing around domestic violence campaigns because of um, it can sometimes just kind of put the preconceived ideas and the same thing around suicide. You know, people mm. who just think, oh, mental health and suicide link, getting that link out and link, you know, getting the link out of, um, you know, men being majority like majority of men being perpetrators, like getting that link out and going, like you can be something else. Mm. Um, but also with men is to say it is an issue and it is an issue that we should, that we are majority of perpetrators in and we need to look within and sort it out. I know it's hard to not say don't be shamed or don't mm. feel guilty. Yeah, It's really, really hard. But it's saying if you have an issue, sort it out like big, with support, mm. go and talk to someone about it. If you find that you're acting in violence towards anything, then put your hand up and say, I don't want to be this person and I need help to not be this person. I think that it's, it's easy to sh shame that person or slam that person or mm. exclude that person from society and, or just, you know, lock them up to jail, but you go, let's just address the issue that, part of it is we haven't been able to talk about our emotions and there's a lot of emotions and if we're only allowed to express anger and then that's you know that can be part of what an aspect of domestic violence now there's a lot of different reasons why domestic violence happens it's addressing the ones that we can really control let's get the numbers down by doing that yeah. um and i think also with guys and, and this may not be on the way that um, others would think but really work on relationship building like mm. really work on um, red flags, green flags, communication, values, who you get into a relationship with, um, understanding your own triggers in relationships and how to deal with them. Like, you know, your emotional intelligence, start working on that um, so that you have better outlets to what happens. And I'll put, I think I'll put a caveat to that with, um, in terms of both listeners that I know they're the remains rights activists are like, oh, that's easy for you to say, rah, rah, but so I've been in two relationships, a victim of physical domestic violence. And, and one of my most loyal followers, female followers, she's been 
a mass uh, like severe domestic violence sufferer mm. but she believes in the empowerment of men and mm. that that perpetrator wasn't men in general um so in terms of that discussion like both of it but like I, i've been a victim so I get where guys are like, oh, but I've been a victim. So why, you know, where's my representation? Where's everything like that? It's like, we still need to just address the issue and be and own up to it. Not mm. that we should feel guilty if we're not one, but just go, right. But how do we support women in reducing this? Because if, if it means having discussions with our, with our mates, if it means showing up more, if it means I, I do a workshop at 40 clubs, which talk about like culture and stuff like that. If it means adding that, that into it about, and saying, you know, has anyone been a domestic abuser? And, and more support. Mm. I remember I was in WA and there was a, um, the council shut down a house that was for um, addicts and abusers. And it was a group of guys, like 15 guys that would just go away for like a two-week retreat and they would talk about all this shit, but it got shut down. And it's like, cool, but where do you think those guys that are going to go when you've shut down their emotions and stuff and go, and it's a hard nuance, but we do mm. need to support because we can't, can't face or, you know, escape the reality. So for any men out there who are struggling with some of the issues that we've spoken about today, you know, you've given some really good advice there, but, you know, any other simple tips or pieces of advice that you can provide to help them on their self-development journey? I think part of it is realise that you have flaws and that's one of the hardest ones and then look for solutions. And that can be... Um, you know, obviously through the modern bloke and I, um, through my podcast, I, you, you'll find other places. Um, but if it's a relationship, just Google, <laughs> wait, you know, ways to improve relationships. Like, you know, you'll come across the five love languages and stuff like that. Um, if it's to deal with your emotions, Google how to, how to deal with your emotions, mm. um, join pages that make you feel good, learn about boundary setting, learn, like just be absorb as much stuff and let go of say ego or, um, anything to do that if you're struggling speak out um if, if you if you're struggling with anything men mental illness like mental health wise and and just anything if you're um we talk about domestic violence that we spoke about and that's where if if you're in a relationship as an example you're struggling financially and that's putting stresses on you and you're not communicating that to your partner because you want to be the provider and you want to not talk about it and not stress them out. But then they don't know. So they're saying, you know, I want to buy this. I want to buy that. We need to do that. And that's putting extra stress. And that can cause a reaction of violence, even just verbal abuse or just you need to communicate. You need mm. to talk about it and, and talk to someone about it and get stuff, but talk to your partner about it. In terms of then, and I'll just add it with women um, to how they can help guys through that is give space I know in like stereotypically in relationships, like if guys will have shit on their head, on their mind and that, and want to kind of like talk about it, but women will be, and I'm obviously very generalizing here. Yeah. <laughs> women will be like, you know, um, you know, it's the easiest way to kind of do it and then people can pick apart what they need. But, mm. um, and it's like, you know, what's wrong? What's wrong? Oh no, I'm not, you know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Now you might take a guy two, three, days a week to you know because we, we try to process stuff in our head so that when we talk about it, it can be come out clearly um but every time you go oh you know i know something's up just tell me about it you reset that clock mm. um whereas if you just go cool and it's gonna and it might be frustrating for the for you, for you to not because you care and love about your partner and be for you to just go cool i'll let them sit with that and i won't ask them about it for a couple of days but know that they let them know they can open up to it you'll start seeing a lot more of then they'll go, oh, you know, about the other day, this is, and then they'll just explode on yeah. it. Um, setting the time, like, and, and it'll all come out because they've got their head through it. Whereas um, also then setting the time. So you can be like, cool. Often, what well, you know, you might be both of you trying to do stuff with the kids or, you know, doing stuff or stressing over work or that. And it's like, oh, I want to talk to you about that. No. Okay. Friday afternoon, five o'clock, we're, we're getting a beer and a wine and we're just going to chat about what's going on for the day. Or Wednesday yeah. night, date night, we're going to do it. Um, my partner and I, we get home, we go for a walk around the block, talk uh, about everything. And then when we get home, it's great because we kind of like, almost like as soon as you open the door, um, you stop talking about it and then mm. it's family time and you, can't, yep. you can leave your worries out there, but it's a good um, type of thing. And also allow, uh, allow the guy to fuck up with, with what we're talking about with a lot of stuff um, because if 
we it, as a guy, if you know you're going to get judged straight away for not doing something right, you just don't do it. Yeah. Um, whether it be, uh, and, and, yeah, and understand that most in relationships, especially it's mal- well-meaning, they might not be able to articulate it great at the start. But if it's the same thing as an us versus them mentality of an argument, and it, if he's trying to say express an emotion about the relationship that um is causing him stress but you know you know you're probably going to be defensive about it because that's how (laughs) relationship (laughs) discussions work um it's saying all right cool he might not be able to articulate it but at least he's talking and trying and we're going to work for a solution because if if he stuffs up and at the start especially and you're like oh no but you said this but you did this over that they just Mm. is guys cool i'm not going to bother talking yet whatever whatever you want hun yep no problem um, and then you just, it doesn't get resolved. Um, and it, it snowballs so yeah. and then it just keeps building oh, and exactly. building and then it's. <laughs> Ex- exactly. And and that's where, um, unfortunately, yeah, that's where, but if you go with, you know, give them space, let them um, give the time and then um, let them stumble. That just helps with, with like, that will help so much stuff. Mm. Um, and, and and love the shit out of them, and that's why I think if you if your partner's do, being doing a good job at something, love the shit out of them. Mm. And, and I'll say I say that to men for the women, you know, love the shit out of your woman, but love the shit out of your men. Like appreciate them, and even if it is something small that you might do all the time, and then they do, appreciate their learning steps, mm. and appreciate their trying, and then you'll get them trying more, and you'll get that, you know. Um, just and, and really, yeah, that just bring that positivity to them as seeing them as a person. I think that's where we've got, you know, be humble that you're human. And it can be a misnomer that we say that we, we still have a pressure on men to be perfect mm. or to kind of like already know everything and have everything done. Um, so that it, but it's kind of like realize that if they've never had to cook for themselves before, then they're probably going to stuff up the first couple of dishes. Yeah. <laughs> or, and, <laughs> And it's a bit, and I see it working two ways, like it's just as day and, and talking to other women's groups and stuff like that, where it's like, you don't do this right, just let me do it. You know, oh, you're going to yeah. cook dinner tonight. And then they're, they're in the kitchen cooking dinner. It's like, that's not right. That's right. That's the wrong temperature. Look, just I'll do it. You just go do something else. And then the guy just feels small and just, okay. Whereas you kind of go, well, in reality, if he's never cooked dinner before, You've got to treat him like someone who's just learning to cook dinner and know your differences. I don't hang washing out and fold them. Um, that's I, I don't do that. And people go, you know, people jump and go, oh, you're misogynistic. But I go, my partner cannot stand the way that I do it. <laughs> so um, she she does she just does it, um, mm. which is which is good because if I hate folding and putting stuff away, because I'll you know I'll just throw stuff wherever I yeah. want and stuff won't be in order. Um, so that's fine. But I then. I, I my back I've trained in commercial cookery. I cook pretty much all mm. the meals. I cook all of Brooklyn's meals, pre-cook everything, um, do a lot of the grocery shopping and have that all sorted. Um and I take pride in it. And that's what I like to do. I like to keep my kitchen and bathroom absolutely spotless and then lounge and kind of lounge and baby's room and stuff like that is then Danielle does that in the, yep. like, the bedroom and just yeah, like strengths and weaknesses, yeah. I feel. No, that's it. And 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 if yeah, as you said, it's that communication, just that positive, loving the shit out of kind of like the relationship and everything where you go, if the, if there's something that you might want your guy to do more of, be positive when they try and have that and have that communication and just go, look, this mm. is what I'm feeling. And um, same with guys is, you know, just say, I want to do this. I You'd be surprised how many guys actually want to do stuff, but they don't have the space and stuff to do it. So, mm. Well, you've said loving the shit out of men several times, which I, I love. <laughs> so to sum up, how do you love the shit out of men? I just think that they are amazing, to be honest. Like I, I think women are amazing. One of the people that ask, you know, what do I found with a modern bloke? And it's that if you give guys the space to be humans, they're amazing. Like they, they are loving, they are thoughtful, um, they have insights they give great advice and they love to talk and and mm-hmm. you know with guys is a thing which is vulnerability breeds vulnerability so you get a group of 20 guys no one's going to talk for two hours mm-hmm. one person turns around and it becomes vulnerable and then everyone's bloody goes oh me too me too and that's what i'm thinking and you know you can get 
like and and allow men to be amazing allow them to talk about how much they love their kids to talk about the issues that they're actually finding in their you know in their lives and i love the shit out of men by allowing them just to be human and realizing there's so much positivity about them that you can appreciate um what other things do you love the shit out of in your life you've talked about your your partner and your son but any other hobbies any other interests what else do you love the shit out of unfortunately travel (laughs) 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 um yeah, travel travel's one of my absolute loves. I just mm. um so my partner and I on our first date we were talking about how I haven't been to New York and I wanted to go. And she through a lot of my personal work, you know, I wanted someone that loved travel as well and she loves New York. So we went to New York. Um that we'd already by the end of the first date book planned in a year and a half to go to New York. Oh my um, god, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and to the point that our son's name is Brooklyn. Mm. so yeah we just loved we loved brooklyn and, and around there um and the other thing that i love the shit out of is which can be bad or that um alcohol hey i work for a spirits company um but i love my i love my craft beer and stuff like that but i love the connection i i think you know one of the things that we're talking about with guys issues so loneliness is a massive one um, mm. which leads to suicide but connection is what i love talking to people engaging with people to me, alcohol and food is that hospitality style of um, love breweries, chatting about a beer, chatting about different stuff, just everyone sitting around, having fun, connecting and just living life. Mm. Um, yeah, that, I just love the shit out of that. Yeah, amazing. We are missing a little bit of that, obviously, at the moment because we are both in lockdown. <laughs> um, yes. But, yeah, hopefully Hopefully uh, things change. Maybe 2022, it's looking a bit better for, yeah, breweries and travel. We'll see how we go. <laughs> no, well, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm at least hoping breweries are going to be good. Um, mm. But even then, just um, having people around, like cooking yes. food and just making cocktails for people, uh, having you know, and just having those discussions and fun and games and just what we've missed. I love that. Like, So hopefully, yeah, that's coming up soon. Yeah, fingers crossed. Last question. How can people get in touch with The Modern Bloke? Yeah, easiest way is through Instagram. Um, I'm quite active on it. Uh, it's where I share a lot of my posts, which are my thoughts and kind of like motivation. Um, it's where you can then get linked to my podcast. Mm-hmm. And also like my stories just have had more thought-provoking stuff and a lot of humour. Um, just, you know, it is, it's about being fun. Like I love people just reacting to like some of the stupid stories and stuff and just memes and stuff that i put around um and then yeah just through that just message me and just yeah um and i guess from that if you enjoy anything on share it um because like this discussion like some thoughts and stuff contact us on the uh, on instagram and then share any content because there's most likely someone um out there that has just come across it and it's just going to hit and they're going to go wow that was something that was on my mind and it's going to help and that's how we just change this, you know, help society. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This has been such a wonderful chat. I'm a bit excited to share this in a few weeks time. Uh, I can't wait for some of the men in my life to hear it. I will be making them listen. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much. Uh, and I'm sure that you've passed on some really great wisdom and advice. So thank you. Thanks for having us there and giving the platform and yeah, engagement with it. So yeah, thank you very much. Oh, 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 oh,